this is Tonkamon episode 118. This week we'll be going over Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 11 and also kind of uh, announcing and talking about the new series that we're going to be covering. Uh, my name is Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Honestly, I've been doing pretty great this week. The weather has finally like really been consistently nice enough to go outside. So I've been just like walking as much as possible because I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to last super long. I've been, I've been trying to get as many steps in as I can. Yeah, no, this week is supposed to be kind of gross, but I've been doing the same thing. I, I think I walked just about every day during my lunch. I even I even same. ran a couple miles yesterday for the first time in a few weeks, and I feel oh, like nice. garbage, man. It I have to say, it really, like, anytime I, like, I, I can get back into running pretty quick, but it still takes a few weeks, and those first handful of days feel absolutely awful. Same. I... I'd like run a couple like, you know, short runs over the past few weeks, Mm -hmm. but last week I went for like a four mile run for the first time in a, in a while. Yeah. And the next day I felt like, like basically all my muscles just felt like locked up. Yeah. That's how I feel today. I did, I did two miles and I even did them like I was running and I was like, okay, like I'm going to run slower than like what feels good even. And still today I just feel my legs are are cooked it's an awful feeling <laughs> i mean you, you gotta listen to the reddit running community and run even slower than that true you, you gotta just be basically mm-hmm. walking yeah run slow to get faster that's the the age-old wisdom that's what they were exactly that's what, that's what frank shorter was doing <laughs> back in the day steve prefontaine they were just just slogging it out <laughs> yeah i uh, I've had a pretty good weekend though. Yesterday I crushed about fifty chapters of a manga that I'll talk about later. So I'm I have to say, you oh, know, wow. I guess like a spoiler for the the later thing. I'm I'm kind of reinvigorated by uh, by manga right now. So it's a oh you let's know, go good, yeah good feeling to to be on the cast now. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes these newer Shonen Jump series aren't going to do it for you. You, you mm-hmm. got to read something that's already acclaimed. Because that's kind of what Blackjack did for me. I was like, okay, manga can like truly be better than just like a really good manga. It can be kind of transcendent. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and you, yeah, you get into the rut with like the weekly series, but even, you know, I was towards the end of the year, I was reading like JoJo's part seven and that didn't click. I was reading Vinland Saga, which like I liked, but it's still kind of grueling to get through, you know, like I didn't. It's been a while since I've read something where I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this and I'm going to finish it. I think it's honestly been since, like, um, probably, uh, I mean, Pluto I really liked, but probably before that was um, when I read Neon Genesis Evangelion. That was the last one where it was like, you know, oh, wow, I just read 20 chapters of this, you know. Um, but, yeah, this series I'll talk about a little later. Uh, pretty, pretty heat. So, I'm, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the <laughs> manga mood now. Yeah, I think that's a maybe a uniquely modern problem that we have with like media and art today in 2024 is that there's so much available like really easily mm-hmm. and so much discourse about it that you could just like immediately access that it, it's so easy to get really burnt out on the things that you're passionate about. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of happened to me with like music a mm-hmm. few months ago, which which really sucks because. You know, I, I gotta write about it. I gotta like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I gotta, I gotta do freelance work about music. So it's one of those things where it's like sometimes 
you just have so much available to you that you you become an expert in it and then that kind of ruins the like appeal of it for mm-hmm. you yeah i i, I kind of find my yeah i f- find myself having to do like tolerance breaks uh-huh. from <laughs> streaming music where i'm like I'm, I'm just gonna like take two days off from listening to something i'm gonna like drive to work in pure silence mm-hmm. and sometimes that actually like brings it back it's interesting yeah well yeah i I run into the same thing because i'm i'm into so many different like media you know it's like video games music manga you know movies now that it it has been nice kind of like getting more into movies because i don't really you know i'm I'm not sort of uh kind of in that world at all so it's just sort of like i put it on i'm like yeah this this is pretty this one this one's cool you know (laughs) It's like there's no there's no extra thought that I need to put into it if I don't want to. Yeah, everything's way more fun when you're a beginner because like, you know, I'll listen to music now and be like, oh, you know, this is derivative. I've heard this uh-huh. before. And everything's a lot more fun when you're like still looking up articles that are like, you know, these are these are the 10 best things. In exactly. This, like particular genre. These are like the 10 movies you have to see before you die like things things are way more fun when you're actually the one learning things and not Mm -hmm. trying to like teach other people about it well and it's the you know it's the same it's the running subreddit thing right it's like that subreddit is much more valuable much more fun when you aren't smart enough to look at it and be like oh this is a crock of shit right like and the the manga subreddit i'm sure is the same way like you you know, you haven't been super into manga, so you read it and you're like, oh man, I guess I, you know, I got to read Berserk and Vagabond and this and this and this. Whereas, you know, you and I scroll through the manga subreddit now and you're like, this is all just drivel, right? Like it's, you yeah. know, uh, my boyfriend wasn't a boy at all. He was a dragon or, you know, stuff like that. Right. Like, man, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I Either the subreddit just turns into people like hyping up literally anything that, you know, it comes across their screen or it turns into and I feel like you see this usually about like a subreddit that's, um, you know, surrounding one particular artist or one particular genre mm-hmm. where the entire subreddit becomes people being like, man, I actually hate this person that oh, yeah. we're all talking about yeah. or like, um, you know, I hate this genre. One thing that's really funny is like, uh, sometimes I'll go on like the subreddit for a band, like say anything and the entire who like. You know, at one point I like some of their music, but mm. the the entire subreddit is people being like, "This is the worst band of all time," and fronted by like one of the worst people of all time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, that's the same way for like uh, how Hearthstone is. The Hearthstone subreddit is, uh, you know, I don't think anyone in there actually enjoys playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've even tried. I've like, even <laughs> when, when, I, when I'll pop into when I'll pop into the Hearthstone subreddit because I'll you know I'll pick that game up every few months and like play for a little bit. And I, I every time I've like made it a point of like okay I'm only going to sort of engage in this in like good faith right I'm only helping people out I'm going to be positive and even then like it so quickly devolves into like no you're an idiot like dude like that's terrible advice don't tell him to play that card that card stinks you know it's 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 so 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 fast just goes downhill and i'm like yeah maybe i should not engage 
I mean, even even the Pokemon TCG subreddit, now that I've been playing for like a month and a half or so, oh, it's that's really all it's become. It's just people being like, you know, if I if I play against one more Charizard EX deck, I'm ending it all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean god forbid you're a, a snorlax stall player in there just, exactly. just don't do not speak up <laughs> um i can't wait till the the new great tusk mill deck comes out because I'm, I'm i'm day one purchasing that it's gonna be the the scourge <laughs> oh, of scourge of tcg live and locals <laughs> um all right well do we want to hop into uh weekly shonen jump issue number 11 here yeah, let's do it. All right, so our cover page and lead cover page goes to a new series, Chojin Chojo Senpai. Um, I can't remember the the artist's name, but I think we talked about it in kind of our uh, our lost episode last week that uh, it's um, kind of a, a debut from an artist, really, I think. Or maybe they had like one series that had gone like seven or ten volumes, but yeah, not a, not a um, true bet. Yeah. Yeah, they. I think they've had like you know two somewhat successful series in the past, okay. and they've been around since like 2014. So it's been over a decade. They've been active for over a yeah. decade. Okay, okay. So then, yeah, they 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 got some uh, some experience under their belt. Um, and then we have color pages for Blue Box, Undead Unluck, and Mama Yu Yu. And the number one spot is Sakamoto Days, followed by Jujutsu Kaisen, Kill Blue, Witch Watch, and Akanabanashi uh, at number five. At number six is the Elusive Samurai, followed by Kagurobachi, New Age Exorcist, Mission Yozakura Family, and then Green Green Greens rounds out the top ten. Then our bottom four here are Me and Roboco, Shadow Eliminators, Two on Ice, and Martial Master Asami. Um, Cypher Academy did end last week, and Martial Master Ka- uh, Martial Master Asami is ending this week. Um, so yeah, Jude, uh, any thoughts on the table of contents as a whole here? I mean, I was a bit interested in the placement of Martial Master Asami before I realized that, you know, it was curtains for that series. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll mention that in my discussion of it uh, later on, but that was somewhat of a surprise to me. Otherwise, I mean, this is pretty much like what you would expect, other than that Kagurabachi is pretty high up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe bodes well for it. Yeah, and well, it's been getting a lot of buzz, uh, kind of on on Twitter and stuff because they put out like a an English language like you know voice acted yeah. comic or something like that. Um, apparently, like the maybe it was like the editor in chief or something like that of Weekly Shonen Jump was at you know some festival, some event thing like that, and said basically like mentioned that like you know Kagurabachi has been like getting a lot of love from the West, so it was sort of like a you know that's something we'll have to take a look at which i suspect doesn't really mean anything but still cool that it, you know it, it is hilarious that kagurobachi is the series that's like that, that's the one yeah. but that's funny um other than that yeah elusive samurai a little higher than it normally is um but everything else pretty fine i think uh green green greens and Shadow Eliminator is both in the double digits. That doesn't bode well. But I feel like Green Green Greens, like, that's not maybe a bad placement for it. Like, all the stuff it's behind, it kind of makes sense, I guess. But if they really wanted to kind of promote it, it would be ahead of Yoza Fam and New Age Exorcist, I think. So I think, yeah. I think it and Two on Ice are on the way out. Yeah. I mean, Green Green Greens, well, I, I. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I still am enjoying that one mm-hmm. a decent amount. 
but shadow eliminators i'm i'm kind of just about to like full-on drop it it's horrible the the past chapter was like some of it's incomprehensible like the, the art's still good as i say every week yeah but like it's not even just like confusing or weird writing like I swear, if I really even thought about it and, like, took notes, I don't think I'd be able to parse together the the plot or, like, no. how the characters work. It's It doesn't make any sense. No, it reads like, you know, you're in sixth grade and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a, I'm gonna write a book. And that it's just, <laughs> yeah. like, the incoherent ramblings of, like, I've played a JRPG and read Harry Potter before, so I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna yeah. write, like, a, a, you know, a fantasy novel, and that's what New Age actually, or... Well, yeah, that new age extras too, but that's what Shadow Eliminators comes out too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it. I don't know. It's it's really bad. It's honestly like it feels so much worse too because it looks somewhat competent, right? Like it's not a do retry situation mm-hmm. where you open it up like this is you know it's it's just violently awful. You know, it it looks like a manga that you've read before, but it just it feels so horrible. I think it honestly might be worse than like. Um, uh, like Ginka and Gluna, and even mm. um, what was it, Fabricant One Hundred? It might be worse than Fabricant One Hundred yeah, too. The art is better. 100. The art is better, but Fabricant One Hundred at least it was like, well, okay, I I understand what the story is doing here. Shadow Eliminators, mm. I I have no clue. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm too dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and one one series that I actually kind of would have filed into you know, under that category that has actually grown on me and seems to be maybe doing better, you know, among the editorial staff is Mama Yu Yu. Yeah. I, I was really about to like completely give up on that series, mm-hmm. but after the end of that kind of like extended battle sequence, I've actually really liked the past two or three chapters. Um it's been pretty chill. We've gotten like uh, a cast of characters that we seem to have actually settled down with and mm-hmm. last week's chapter where they were like chilling at an amusement park just hanging out was really fun yeah mama yuyu it's one that i you know sort of like you had kind of like written off and was like eh, you know whatever so i i will say i have not like really engaged with the past handful of chapters too much it's like i'll kind of flip through sort of see exact see what's going on and then that's it so i may I may do the reread this week because it's still early enough that I can kind of get into the rhythm of it. Because, yeah, they're giving it a color page. It got the promo from, you know, Gege or uh, Horikoshi or someone like that. Um, so, and, it, and apparently it's getting like reprinted too. Like, it didn't sell mm. that many volumes, but, uh, you know, it sold out of the print run. So, I guess that's a good sign. Uh, yeah so and- you know it could be it could be one that like new ways exorcist is like well this is still around so you know i'll, I'll get on the boat with mama yuyu because unlike new ways exorcist it it wasn't it's not my favorite thing ever but it's readable it, it's starting to remind me of tokyo demon bride story mm. in, in a few ways mm-hmm. yeah they have sort of just like been introducing character after character after character unfortunately none of them are as uh cute as the tokyo demon bride story ones that we would get like uh the frog girl or anything like that but you know we'll we'll take it um to jump into some more specific chapter discussion first one i've got here is new ways exorcist uh i put this one in here because we don't talk about new ways exorcist often and i don't really have a whole whole lot to say about it except i did flip through this most recent chapter and 
I will say I was kind of impressed by some of the like monster and character designs here. Mm. It's not enough to like really, you know, do anything with the story, but like this villain thing they're fighting here is like genuinely kind of cool. kind of crazy looking. Um so, you know, I will say like this series still sucks. I'm not I'm I'm not this one I'm not going back to like reread and get caught up with to like exactly see where we're at, but it hasn't been as offensive to just flip through, you know, more recently. Um, but I still have just no clue what's going on. Like, even if I really dove into this series, I just, you know, level threes look disgusting when they use that, you know, that is bolded. I, I don't know what's going on here <laughs> with this one. <laughs> also, I mean, uh, Kota Kawaii really likes to draw gritted teeth that was something we've been saying since the beginning and it's still a thing we get like you know five panels of somebody just full-on flashing the pearly whites straight into the camera every chapter it's insane this dude is all about all about some teeth it's it's like that was the the one thing you know in like his art class they were like wow you know you did did a good job on the teeth there and he's just rode that forever (laughs) Well, I mean, he's not that great at drawing humans otherwise. Like, he's actually really good at drawing monsters and, like, backdrops. Mm-hmm. It's the people he can't draw very well. Well, and the people don't... Like, the monsters and stuff, I think, are... Like, if those were in another manga, would be kind of cool looking, right? Like, if that was in a, I don't know, a Tokyo Ghoul or something like that, it would fit. You'd be like, okay, this is, you know, this is interesting. But they don't fit in kind of the the world with the rest of the new age exorcist characters like there's right. this panel on the top of page five um where the main character i think his name is like gakuro or something like that he, like what is his design he looks like devil Jin from from tekken 7 like wh- what are, <laughs> what are his pants i don't <laughs> i don't understand what's going on here and and yeah the the monsters look kind of like cut and pasted from a different manga yeah I don't know. We it's, said we said early on it felt like a like AI art, and maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still feels that way <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of there was this on the the Studio Ghibli subreddit the other day. Someone was like, I I asked uh, AI to create like a Studio Ghibli series set in Greece or something like that, and it just like it didn't look like Ghibli at all. <laughs> And that's that's sort of what I feel like this is almost. It's like no, that's like it just looks way too too uncanny and doesn't really fit anything at all. But you know, monster designs and stuff did look neat, and that'll cover New Age Exorcist for the next uh, two months until we kind of out of obligation have to bring it up again. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, next series we have me and Roboco. Uh, what were you feeling about, or what were you thinking about me and Roboco this week? Yeah, like me and Roboco, I feel like I kind of drop in, you know, once every couple of months and read a few chapters. Mm-hmm. And I did really like the recent chapter about actually, I've kind of like every chapter we've seen where Madoka does like her shogi tournaments. Yeah. And especially any chapter where Madoka's like turning into classic manga characters. It's mm-hmm. not like this chapter is particularly innovative for Roboco or whatever, but. It was pretty fun. I loved, you know, the drawing of her as like Kid Goku. Oh, that was great. Uh, I loved the des- the design of these like shogi masters, which all look like random like eighties manga villains. Yeah, I didn't really know. Cool too. I didn't know what series 
they were specifically referencing with that. I assume it was it was something because that design is pretty distinct, but maybe it is just yeah. like generic, you know, common Rider, Super Sentai, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Also, is the the one guy supposed to be like the you know shogi master that's her teacher is that supposed to be a march comes in like a lion reference his his face because uh, the mouth and nose look really like march comes in like a lion-esque he kind of does i don't think so but maybe it is um like there's nothing that is ringing a bell to me but honestly who i think it's just like the way knows? it was drawn yeah that could be mm-hmm I do like the, the uh, you know, he just like towers over his opponents like three times the size of the other person. That is like a, yeah. a, a funny panel on page nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I do really like when Robico does the like 80s and 90s manga references. Mm-hmm. Well, I was that thinking just go of... beyond like obvious Shonen Jump stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this today or yesterday. I don't remember what exactly brought it up, but I've I've never been a person that likes uh like parody like you know parody movies or like songs things like that like you know musical comedy like that i've always thought it's just awful but i do like i really like roboco because it doesn't you know it, it is still like just jam packed with all of these like references and stuff but it, they're they feel more like oh the like little easter eggs rather than just like you know uh whatever like when they did the the one piece in love thing or whatever i read like a chapter of that and i couldn't really do it because it that yeah. stuff that <laughs> stuff always has just bothered me i i don't like it at all um but you know i i like this version of it yeah um okay right. looking at the march comes in like a lion illustration mm-hmm. the way the mouth is drawn here because he's not drawn like that in the previous panel yeah i think it really is supposed to be because wasn't that about shogi too it is yeah what what panel are yeah. you looking at specifically yeah um on page like six let's see here where it's he's like clo- it's like a close-up of his face okay yeah 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 i think that probably is they always draw like the bit the really yeah. big mouths with like some like the ink always looks a little oddly dried or something yeah i think it definitely is because the glasses are the exact same as uh the the main character and stuff yeah man that's a good series too by the way i uh i, I need to get the the english volumes again because I, I have the first one and it comes with like the dust cover which is pretty cool and different for for english manga um all right, next series we've got is uh, Marshall Master Osmi. We mentioned it a little bit earlier. This one uh, has met its demise and <laughs> sort of uh, like, well, I-, I knew before reading the last chapter because I saw the tweet or something like that, but um, this this chapter doesn't really <laughs> end as if the series is ending. They do the thing where there's like a time skip and they sort of, you know, yeah, show like, I don't know, like, this next chapter could just be, like, the final battle thing, but, I mean, Mm -hmm. the chapters leading up to this was just like, yeah, we're gonna keep rolling, right? Like, we've got, you know, we've got another hundred chapters left. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed, because, you know, I felt like the series was really, really starting to get good, and my notes for this chapter are like, oh, it feels like this series might be here to stay, or get axed, because the final page, it's like 
it sounds really cool. They they say 16 male featherweights and 8 female strawweights under the age of 20 all carrying the future of MMA in Japan on their shoulders will participate in a grueling year-long tournament series. Yeah. Like I, I want to read about that. Don't don't leave me hanging now. Exactly. Yeah, they they set up like a you know, a, a whole tournament arc and then they're like, "I ah, actually we're actually we're done." Yeah, it's a shame. I uh, I thought this series was actually this is one of the better act series we've we've had. Uh I think, you know, even, you know, as much as we like, say, oh, yeah. a Tokyo Dion Bride story or an Aliens area, stuff like that, this was, like, a way higher level than that. This is definitely, like, Phantom Seer tier, which is, like, you know, I don't think Phantom Seer was, like, amazing, but it's definitely, like, that could run in the magazine, and it would be fine to read every week. Um, and this yeah, one was, this yeah, is, this, this one is one, one of the few good. ones, yeah. This is one of the few ones where I'm going to be one of those people that's like, they didn't give it enough time to cook. Exactly. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> let this one do its thing for long enough. Like, yeah. They, they really should have let this tournament arc happen because mm-hmm. I'd much rather read about that than some of the other stuff that's still lingering. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, we could we could get rid of two on eye shadow eliminators you know today and keep this one going like yeah. there's there's stuff that you can you can cull out of the magazine oh yeah i will say they've definitely been giving <laughs> they've definitely been giving stuff a little bit longer of a run like this one's at 30 chapters and i feel like i don't remember what the other more recent stuff that's been axed was but like i feel like they have pretty decent runs i mean you know cypher academy obviously 58 chapters that's a little different but like um let's see here what was the other recent axes it's been a while now yeah um <laughs> well i feel like we haven't been getting as many new series in general yeah okay i guess i said gill and do retry are both really quick but ichinose went 48 chapters mm. okay Tamaku was 21 but fabricate 100 was 36 um ichigoku's 19 ginkan gluna 29 tokyo doom bride story 29 okay i guess it's it, it seems kind of 50-50. Either they're axing it at like 20 yeah. or they're axing it at 30. It, it seems like we've been getting a lot of series that aren't quite bad enough to just get axed off their rip, but still aren't like successes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything that has everything has debuted over the past really like year, I feel like has been like, well, it's pretty good, but doesn't really seem to be doing well. <laughs> right. Except for New Age Exorcist, inexplicably. I would I would love to be a fly in the wall during those editorial meetings that keep New Ways Exorcist so successful. Maybe it's like a maybe it's a bit. They're just sort of like <laughs> yeah. let, let's let's see how long before people notice that we have a we have a bot creating this series. I I I'm still not completely convinced that this series is like being written and drawn by a real person. Yeah, it's like pretty recently. Uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated put. Po- published some article and people f- figured out that it was completely written by ai uh i think it's gonna oh, yeah. it's gonna be a scenario like that yeah that ended up like actually now the magazine's almost pretty much like shuttered after that <laughs> yeah kind of i don't know the, ex- the veil on yeah it. i don't know the exact situation it's basically like i think it. i don't remember exactly but it's like sports illustrated is sort of like the the company that owns it now, like Sports Illustrated isn't Sports Illustrated. It's like a Harvest Moon story a season situation almost, or something like that. I <laughs> yeah. think it's it's real weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, 
RIP to that. I was, this is a, a different topic, but I was thinking this today. It is really a shame that, you know, kind of uh, print media and writing like that is going away because, man, oh, yeah. every time a TikTok comes on, those people can't tell a story to save their life. So it's it, it it's really a shame that, that we have to go to, to YouTube videos to get this stuff because, dear God, if I hear one more, one more, you know, story that after 12 seconds i'm like yeah I, you haven't even started yet i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my mind yeah. anytime i see like a tiktoker reel that has more of like an, a minute runtime, it's an instant swipe man even that like there have been times where i'll start one up and after the first few seconds i'm like okay this is like yeah tell me about whatever you know beyblades in the year 2003 this is gonna be sick and then it's like 15 seconds later i'm like i i don't care this much like you, you gotta you got to start it off like let's you know let's yeah. go <laughs> uh, my, my final note about sports illustrated and ai is mm-hmm. that sports illustrated for kids I, I don't know if that's still a thing probably not but that was that was elite back in elementary school i used to read that like same every every time a new issue dropped mm-hmm. uh the website for sports illustrated for kids was pretty sick too um just all around really great publication yeah, those magazines were sick. I used to get them because every summer I would play in this 3v3 soccer tournament and it was like sponsored yeah. by Sports Illustrated. And so when oh, you entered, cool. they would give everyone a subscription to Sports Illustrated Kids. Um, so I used to get it and they would have like the little cards that you could like uh, kind of like punch out of the magazine. So I remember having yes. like the, the OJ Mayo and the Kevin Love from UCLA cards and stuff like that. <laughs> it was really cool. And I remember like... It's funny, there are specific features that I remember. There was one, it was an interview with Colt McCoy, and it was talking about his Madden strategies. And I remember- oh, that's it, awesome. I, I distinctly remember him saying, he was like, yeah, on defense, I always play as the middle linebacker, and I always blitz no matter what. And I started doing it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never lose now. That, that Sports <laughs> Illustrated Kids was sick. Need, need more yeah. of that, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I really remember- um, on the website watching the buzz beamer cartoons that they had uploaded mm, like at some mm-hmm. point they had one that had like Kenyon martin guest starring <laughs> as a, a kmart employee oh that's which awesome was pretty sick yeah we need like span magazine for kids or something like that oh hell yeah that pitch pitchfork for kids pitchfork. Like, let me pitch that to condé <laughs> there we go yeah pitchfork kids will be sick let me go back to like 2008 and pitch that to some to Ryan Schreiber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, when I was when I was that age, I was listening to like uh, you know, The Bravery and Snow Patrol. You can write about those bands. Exactly. <laughs> there's there's an audience for them. I was also listening oh, yeah. to De- Depeche Mode, but you know, <laughs> that was maybe a, a little more esoteric for ten year olds. <laughs> Um, next series we've got is Akanobanashi. Uh, I was reading this, you know, we talk about Akanobanashi a lot, but man, like it just reading this one, I was like, holy shit. Like Akanobanashi really is, it feels like leveling up somehow. It's, you know, if it's oh, not yeah. the best series in the magazine, it's like number two or three. So it's weird to say that like, it's kind of, you know, it's it keeps climbing the ladder, but I don't know. I just more and more recently, I keep bringing him like, yeah, it's uh, Akanobanashi is really good. <laughs> yeah, the, I was like genuinely really hyped for the 
first like real appearance of Akane's mm-hmm. dad. We we've gotten hints of his first appearance. Yeah. For like a couple months now, but here we really have like a full conversation with him. And I think it's really cool that he's like, you know, I don't really care about Rakugo anymore. It's mm-hmm. whatever to me. Yeah. And he's happy, which I, I, I really appreciated that. You know, I think a lesser manga would have him just being like, you know, oh, I'm so depressed that I'm not a Rakugo anymore. Exactly. I want nothing to do with this anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that this the world of Akanabanashi doesn't really care that much about Rakugo. Like, the events get maybe like 30 people showing up. There's like a trade publication that has a couple of journalists involved, but mm-hmm. it's still like admittedly a niche thing that well, the people involved take really seriously. And, you know, it's obviously, like, fantastical in a lot of regards, but, like, it is still pretty grounded that, like, you know, I I had, you know, I would have loved to be a professional runner, but at some point you realize, oh, I can't do that, so I've got to, you know, I've got to get a job, or yeah. I've got to do, you know, I, you know, I've got I to try my journalism classes, because clearly that's not going to work for me, or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, so, I you know, I like that about it, because, yeah, I've... A lesser manga would have had him, like, on the sly. He's, like, trying to grind up through, like, another name or something like that. But here he's just like, no, like, that part of my life is kind of done. And I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I also, the other thing I realized, too, we talked about this a little while ago that, like, man, so few manga in the magazine have any kind of style to them at all. And I don't mean just, Mm. like, you know, cool outfits or whatever, but just, like, a distinct or, like, interesting, like, look or feel. But Akanabanashi does, like, really honestly, like, it's, like, Akanabanashi, Blue Box, and One Piece are maybe the only ones in the magazine that that just, like, have that. Everything else just feels so kind of devoid of any, like, style or swag. Yeah, and speaking of speaking of swag, Akane's dad is totally fitted up here with the like, oh yeah, long jacket, the mm-hmm. huge scarf, and the wireframe glasses. Yeah, like, dude, dude's on some like a whole other level with the with the swag. Mm-hmm. I actually just got new uh, new big wireframe glasses, so I think maybe I was when I was buying them, I was channeling channeling my inner uh, Akanabanashi. <laughs> You, you go you go to the you go to the Warby Parker and be like give me give me give me the Rocket Goa yeah look. yeah said I want to look like this. <laughs> uh, next series we've got is One Piece. Uh, don't have a whole whole lot to say about One Piece, but this past chapter was pretty sick because it's sort of like this is a chapter people have been waiting on for like twenty five years basically. Um, Damn, it's. You know, it's sort of leading into, I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but not really, because if you've read One Piece up to chapter, like, 80, you obviously know it's going to happen. But they're they're sort of alluding that the next kind of path we're going to is they're going to uh, the Giants Island, uh, Elbaf, or they're going to kind of deal with that, which, you know, like I said, if you've read even just the beginning of One Piece, you'll know that that's, uh, you know, they go to, I think it's called Little... I don't know, little little something island um, where they meet the two big giants and Usopp kind of has his like, you know, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to go to Elbaf and become a warrior. Like it, it was always going to kind of be a yeah. stop on the journey. And so it, it's it's one that's kind of been hi- highly anticipated. Like, when are we when are we going to go there? And, 
yeah, it seems like that's going to be, that's going to be kind of next up. So, you know, very exciting stuff for one piece kind of like it, it is cool to, you know, see the, the end of one piece kind of come together, which, you know, whether that's three years, five years, 10 years, like we, we are starting to kind of hit the things. It's like, okay, we've met these people that like have been referenced for 15 years now, or we're going to finally get to this arc that people have been anticipating for 20 years. That kind of stuff is, is very cool. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for what is, what is to come with one piece. Yeah. I was going to say like Brogy, Brogy and Dory is like, we met them like 20 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> you know, obviously I haven't been reading the, the manga that long, but like, I remember watching those episodes when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then next one we've got is, uh, series that's not in the magazine but did have a special one-off chapter and that's uh haikyuu um the haikyuu had like a little one shot that to be honest like that chapter wasn't really anything special it was pretty you know it was just kind of okay um honestly like a little bit weaker than what i would have wanted from this but Mm. just reading it just reminded me like yeah, damn, Haikyuu is Haikyuu is so good. Um, yeah, wish we wish we had another series from Furudate, but you know, if they're gonna just give us a a, a Haikyuu chapter every year or two, then I guess that's fine also. But yeah, it was cool to like see these characters again. Oh yeah, like I w- I was pretty surprised that there was an announcement for a new chapter. But mm-hmm. as somebody that hasn't read all Haikyuu. I'm really, this makes me really interested because, like, there's stuff, like, going on in Argentina, Poland, like, what, yep. what is this? Yep. This is crazy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a good series. I, I definitely recommend it. You know, it's, it's 400 chapters, so it's kind of a, a you know, it's a long one, but it's a, it's a, it's a breezy read, I, I think. I, yeah, I, I love Haikyuu. It's, you know, there's a, there's a reason it's kind of in my rotating favorite manga of all time, you know, kind of category yeah. with like, you know, One Piece and, and Yotsuba. It, uh, it, it fits right in. It's, it's a good one. Uh, you know, I've always said that like those, you know, whichever one of those series I've kind of read or thought about most recently is my favorite. And after reading <laughs> this Haikyuu one, I was like, yeah, that's right. Haikyuu, Haikyuu definitely is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, un- until another like awesome one piece chapter or you know yotsuba drops one you know at some point this year then that becomes my favorite (laughs) um all right well before we get into recommendations uh i think we'll do kind of the announcement for the the next series we're going to cover um which isn't really a new series we're going to continue on with pokemon adventures we're going to be going to the uh the hoenn region kind of doing the ruby and sapphire arcs i don't know if because i know emerald came out after fire red and leaf green did so I don't know if we'll get to Emerald in this little section. I don't know. How I, you know, I haven't looked enough to see how the manga breaks it out. But yeah, we'll we be, will not. Okay, then cool. Yeah, so we'll we'll be continuing with Ruby and Sapphire, which I think, if I remember correctly, is kind of a, a new. It's almost like a reboot because you know we had sort of where uh, kind of the Gen One and Gen Two arcs kind of like blended into each other. I think mm-hmm. Gen Three sort of like starts anew. Yeah, it does. I think like when you look at some of the manga piracy websites, they sometimes break this part up from the like regular Pokemon Adventures lineage. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. So we'll start that up uh, this coming week. 
Uh, well, I guess I guess next week uh, when you're when you're listening to this. But yeah, looking forward to that. Excited to get back into our series and continue with uh with Pokemon Pokemon Adventures, um, especially because this is my this is my favorite region. I I love Hoenn, so very excited to see that yeah uh, depicted in manga form. Um, this this will be fun because isn't Hoenn the first one that had like an all original like Pokédex? Like there weren't any. Pokemon from Kanto and Johto. I think Might be there, tripping. I think there were, but uh, it was definitely like pretty, pretty like fresh. I think, but you might be right now yeah. that I'm thinking of it. What? No, I think it was all new. Because I remember, I know Gen Five was what? that way, but Gen yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it too, Gen Three might have been. I can't think of stuff that you could catch. I I do know that like. You could catch like Meryl and stuff. That was a Pokemon, and like Magnemite. Like there were some that were still like mm. from from the older stuff, but it it definitely was like it was much more new than Johto was. Johto a lot just feels like you know Kanto, but we added a few things. But yeah, like yeah. Uh, there was a lot of new stuff in in Gen three. But yeah, I do know there were there were some staples that you could grab. Like I just think there were like Magnemite and like the Meryl and stuff. Um, you know, magic, Magikarp, Gyarados, stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part, it is pretty. It is pretty new. So yeah, excited about that. A lot of cool Pokemon too. Yeah. Okay. It says these games. This is on trivia on Bulbagard. It says these games introduce the most Pokemon of all games where the new Pokemon do. Okay, so there are old Pokemon, but it mm-hmm. has the largest percentage of new pokemon gotcha of a series that wasn't entirely new pokemon gotcha that's a a very difficult sentence to follow but yeah well i think it's because just out there yeah i think it's because gen 5 did have like an all original decks so it's like other than ones where you know there weren't any old pokemon at all at all this one has the highest percentage of of new ones so yeah that's cool yeah i guess that makes sense i never thought about that but yeah i guess gen 3 maybe that is why it feels so distinct is that you know, you play it and everything, everything is kind of brand new. Yeah, because I always felt like Johto was kind of just like th- this is what it felt like Gen DLC would have been if we, yeah, if we if we had like all the resources, mm-hmm. time, and money to make like the Gen One game we wanted to make. This is what it would have been exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, moving on, Jude. What uh, what manga have you been reading, or what other manga have you been reading this week? Yeah, nothing like. I've really picked up a new, but I bought the Spy Family Eyes Only fan book a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and finally like got around to cracking it open. And it, it was pretty fun to look through. Nice. Uh, mostly just for like the OG designs of different characters. Mm-hmm. Get to see the original sketches and plans for like Anya, Yor, and Lloyd. And interestingly enough, uh, there was a lot of the original concept for yours character was really different uh originally she was like kind of in love with lloyd from the rip and she was going to kill or try to kill anya to get closer to lloyd oh that was the original concept huh which i'm really glad they didn't go forward with yeah i mean i guess that kind of makes sense that's a little edgier and i think a lot of his previous series were more that that line and he was an assistant on fire punch so, like, it kind of yeah. makes sense that the first draft was, you know, kind of lean toward that a little bit more than, like, the sort of, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing that we have now. 
Yeah, because like Anya was supposed to be at that point like uh, kind of like a tween and really angsty. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah, that's that sounds pretty cool. I need to check those kind of the, the fan books out more. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just kind of like filler, but you do get some like cool um, guest illustrations by other manga artists and like mm-hmm. interviews. You know, the first half of it is kind of just like whatever. Yeah. But you do get some like cool bonus information in the back, like appendix of it. That's cool. Um, my manga rec, I uh, you know, kind of briefly brought up you know the, how how much I've been enjoying this series, but I've been reading Hikaru no Go by Yumi Hota and Takashi Obata, and yeah, man, this this series is it, it's incredible. I. Obata, if if he's not the the goat uh, manga artist, he's you know he's in the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, this it's so good. It, it it's such a like a breezy read. Um, you know it like it never feels like it takes itself like too too seriously, which is kind of you know that that's sort of a lame kind of descriptor. But like it, I don't know. It it feels right in line with like what you want a sports series to be where it, it doesn't get too in the weeds with like what it's what's going on but it's just enough that you're like still engaged with these people and like who's going to win the match and that kind of thing um you know it's it's very good i i really really enjoy it and yeah the art is great all the character designs all the outfits are just 10 out of 10 but yeah this series is awesome i read i think 55 chapters of it yesterday i was just just grinding through it and yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's really interesting. I'd always been kind of afraid to read it because I've heard that Go is notoriously like complex mm-hmm. as a game. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, maybe this I'd just not be able to follow this since I have no Go experience. But people may say the same about like baseball, and I'd recommend. Yeah. <laughs> anyone no, read a baseball manga it's very it's it's very easy to follow i mean you know i don't know there's a lot of like go terms and things like that that they bring up that i don't you know i don't know kind of the ins and outs of but honestly it might be better that way because like you mentioned with baseball if you've read a baseball manga you're like this is kind of bullshit with the, a lot of the baseball yeah. stuff in it so maybe it's better but yeah it's it's really good i it you know it makes me think that like a lot of the the issues we have with like obata series all come from from oba yeah <laughs> i will say the guy is still th- th- there's like two female characters and they all look very uh you know in another world they could be misa misa so he does he does still have that issue but you know you kind of kind of look past it i guess <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm like looking at some of the illustrations here and i'll say like when obata is not drawing like entirely for the female gaze he can like really make some great character designs oh yeah yeah absolutely um all right Jubal, before we head out do you have any kind of last minute bonus recommendations for us yeah um new album called almost there by tia kareen uh she's kind of part of the new wave of atlanta rap i i feel like every like three or four years people are like oh there's a there's a new wave of atl rap but mm-hmm. i mean it, it's pretty much true and tia kareen is one of the coolest figures coming out of it right now uh, right now the sound of atl is like super high pitch fast sounds kind of hyper pop adjacent but not okay. like as explicitly hyper poppy mm-hmm. a lot of like 
mid 2000s dj drops and sound effects like you know like damn son where'd you find this yeah <laughs> type shit and uh yeah tia kareen's really cool her music's like really aggressive but also really poppy she has uh encrusted kirby chain oh that's so sick. there's that yeah she she's definitely taking some of like the anime kawaii culture influence mm-hmm. shit that's pretty popular there right now to a whole other level so that's cool i mean there's a a lot a lot of weird stuff going on in underground rap right now but i feel like tia kareen's probably like one of the most likely to blow mm-hmm. out of that wave right now that sounds cool yeah I'll, I'll i'll check that out for sure that sounds interesting um my my rec is going to be you know it's a little bit lighter of a recommendation but i've got a uh, 40 Ounces to Fresno by Joyce Manor. I have always liked Joyce Manor. Mm-hmm. It kind of fell off the most recent albums, but I decided to put this one on on like Monday or Tuesday last week just because I realized I hadn't like really kind of listened all the way through. And yeah, it's yeah. good. It's just good, like power pop, pop punk kind of stuff. Um, got this song uh, like NBTSD or something like that, that <laughs> it's like a, a minute 15 and it's real good. Yeah, just fun. Um uh, Good record if you want something that's, like, old Weezer, but not quite as, like, Cornball. Yeah, that sounds sick. It's good. Yeah, I definitely, definitely recommend it. But that will do it for us this week. Thanks for listening. We'll have uh, our next uh, Weekly Shonen Jump and first Pokemon Adventures uh, coming the next week. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. But thanks for listening. Hit us with the rating review wherever you can do that, and we'll see you next time.